Welcome to The Stuff, the podcast where you and I literally talk about what else? Stuff. This is your Comedic Escapades podcast show, and I'm your host, Ian Walker. Now, let's go talk about some stuff. I want to jump straight into this podcast this week, um, kind of get right into it, want to talk about a few things. Uh, one of the biggest things I was talking about was Starbucks, what is everybody's favorite drinks. It makes me sad, though, because real talk, nobody nobody tell me their favorite drinks. I mean, it's not does nobody like Starbucks anymore? I'm just kind of curious. Does anybody not care about Starbucks, about what it provides, about what they do for you? I mean, I know everybody's got their own personal Starbucks that they enjoy, you know, everybody's got their own personal Starbucks that they go to where they get their drinks and, you know, it's like cheers, everybody knows their name when they walk in, they know if you want two pumps or something, if they don't, I do personally, I uh, I have a Starbucks that I go to in Seaside, um, that's literally right down the street from my house, and uh, I have a it's funny because I have three drinks in particular. That's that's what kind of a coffee snob I am. I have three drinks. I have, and actually I have my backup drinks too, which is kind of ridiculous, but it is what it is, okay? So, you know, if I go in there in the morning, I I have my morning drink, which is a grande blonde roast pour over. And it's got to be pour over. Why? Because pour over has the full the fullness of the coffee. You get the feel and taste the deliciousness of the coffee beans and the grounds and all that fun stuff. It's it's just wonderful. It's delicious. And that's why I get it. I have to get pour over. But if I can't get a pour over for some reason, or they're super busy and I don't want to be a jerk to 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 the crew working, because you know, sometimes that happens. You know, they get super crowded, super busy, then I will go ahead and just grab a grande Verona from them. And I'll get a tall or grande. Now, there's a particular uh, little also little uh, formula that I have for my coffees, too. I have to have a specific type of uh, sugar in it. I can't have all sugar and I can't have all Splenda. I only do Splenda artificial sweetener and I do regular sugar. Um, I don't do equal because equal has aspartame, which is known to give you cancer and mess with your brain. And uh, Sweet and Low has saccharin, which is known to kill kill people with cancer. That's just a straight-up cancer-causing agent. So we don't mess with saccharin, okay? Saccharin is a no-go. So, and this combination took me a while to get. I have the combination, the secret combination is if I have a tall, which is the shorter one, I will get one Splenda and I will get two packets of regular sugar. Okay, if I have a grande, okay, I will get one Splenda and three packets of sugar. It's rare that I get a, a vente of anything unless of a coffee, unless I'm going on some kind of road trip. If I'm going out of town and I take off early in the morning, like that's the only time I'll get a vente of something. And at that point, I'll get two Splenda and I'll get three packets of sugar. I never go past those because then it's just ridiculous and I always do a splash of cream 
With the blonde, I tend to go very, very light splash of cream or no cream at all. Because the blonde, I like that taste. I like the I like the rough of the coffee. You know, that's how I like to go there. But uh but I, I believe I like cream with my coffee, not coffee with my cream. There's some people that I know who like to have just all cream and then put a little bit of coffee in it and then douse tons of sugar in it. Oh, because it tastes good. It's like, oh, okay, well, hey, teach his own, but don't call yourself a coffee drinker. You drink warm milk with coffee in it. That's like saying, you know, you drink, you drink milk, you drink milk with your cereal when you like your cereal soggy. Yes, that's controversial. Um, but if you if you if you like to make your stinking cereal soggy, drenching it with milk, well, guess what? You're drinking milk with cereal in it. That's what you're doing. It's weird. That the, in that particular aspect, as far as cereal is concerned, that's weird and it's nasty and you're a monster. But if you know with coffee, if you like you know coffee with your milk, okay, that's fine. That's you. Do you boo? Do what you got to do. You know, it's wonderful. Anyway. So that's my formula. Those are my morning drinks. Those generally is what I get first thing in the morning when I have to go to Starbucks and I have to have Starbucks. Okay. There, you know, I have my stuff at home, which I should be doing more of. It'll save me so much more money, but I'm just, I I just don't. So, (laughs) you know, I, I know I could be saving money, but I'm making a conscious decision not to. So, um, so then, uh, my afternoon drink. I have just one, well, last two uh, afternoon drinks. And I guess you could say evening drink too. But I get something called, it's a black tea. And I have apple juice in it instead of water. And I tell them to put light ice. So again, secrets for light, secrets for your drinks. All you people who be getting, oh, and I get that Trenta size always. The thing is, here's here it is with Starbucks. It's not the worker's fault. It's the company's fault. This is how they game you. Okay. They always put tons of ice. They fill up your cup halfway full of ice before they make, you know, before they put the drink inside the actual cup. They make the drink separately. And those of you who work at Starbucks uh, can vouch for this. I hope. And if I'm wrong, when you see me next time, you'll be like, Ian, you're wrong. You don't know what you're talking about. Whatever. But I know when I worked as a barista, one of the things was that you fill the cup halfway with with ice and then you take whatever drink you have, you mix up the drink separately and then pour it until it gets to the top, which then results in like half a drink. And it's not okay. And then the water melts. And this is the reason why I don't like that is because the water melts and it dilutes the flavor of the drink and then it becomes disgusting. It, it, then it tastes like melted water tea. And it's like, no, it's not okay. No, 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 no. I don't like that. So I always get a Trenta black tea with apple juice. They put in their sweetener with the sweetener, light ice, no water. You guys need to try that out, okay? Because that's just refreshing deliciousness, okay? That's just wonderful, okay? Then another drink that I get is... um, is uh, um, a, I don't know if they call it Oreo. I call it an Oreo mocha, but it tastes like an Oreo cookie in the in the form of a mocha. So I get this Oreo mocha type thing, and it's just delicious. I get no whipped cream because I don't like whipped cream uh, in my drinks. I had a terrible situation happen with whipped cream one time 
where I, I microwaved a coffee that I had. I think or it was a peppermint mocha and I had whipped cream in it. And I and I forgot about it for a while. And I uh, then I went to the microwave and, and heated it up. And I kept the lid off because I didn't want the lid to melt. I kept the lid off. When I looked inside of the of the coffee drink, there was oil sitting on top of the whipped cream that I have. And it instantly made me sick. That turned my stomach. And I was like, nah, bruh, never again with the whipped cream because I'm just putting oil, processed oils in my body, apparently. And it's funny because people have been saying that whipped cream is bad for you. You shouldn't get whipped cream. And I was like, shut up. Whipped cream is delicious. And it is on desserts, but not in my coffee. Not anymore. Okay. That's just not going to happen anymore. So... You know, when I saw that oil separation, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, God. So no more whipped cream. But I would get that. I'll get that. And it's a frat beverage. So I get that with the whipped cream. And it's quite delicious. Those are my drinks. Those are usually what I get from Starbucks when I go. If I go more than once a day, those are the two. Those Out of those three drinks, I'm always getting one of the morning drinks. But the evening drinks, I'm always getting one of those two. Either a little Oreo frat or the, uh, which you guys will give me the name again once I order it again, and I'll probably forget, so I'm sorry. But uh, that's that's what I get usually when I go there. Um, there's a lot, there's some drink uh, drinks that some people get. Um, my son, he likes uh, chai lattes with uh, no water or something like that. I think it's chai latte with no water. He likes his chai lattes. It's delicious for him. He has to drink it with milk and uh, his little fruit fruit drink. He's all embarrassed by it. It's funny. But I was like, dude, why are you, why are you embarrassed? Dude, you like, you like chai lattes, man? Own it. You know, own it. Run that. You know, do you. You got your Starbucks drink. That's awesome. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be embarrassed. It's okay. Um, so that's mine. One of the big pet peeves I have being at a Starbucks, you know, customer service is huge, huge. Starbucks is one of those companies where they really go above and beyond with customer service, especially the one that I'm at. I've been at my Starbucks that I've gone to since day one. I saw that it was being built. I knew it was coming. I said, you know what? Yes, this is a Starbucks. This is going to be my Starbucks. I claimed it. I swear to you, I believe, I honestly really believe and I think, and Rocky and and Tyler, if you two are listening to this podcast, you guys might be able to confirm this for me. But I honestly believe, and if I'm wrong, correct me. But I was customer like number, at least I was like one of the first ten customers that went to that Starbucks. I know for sure I was there on the first day, and I've gone there ever since to pick up my coffee. I am so sticking loyal to that Starbucks. That is my Starbucks. I don't want nobody to claim it. It is mine. All the people there, I love you guys. You guys are all awesome. I meet new people all the time. Um, I, I, you know, like I said, shouts out to Rocky and Tyler who run the store that I go to. You guys are awesome. It's funny. I walk up to the window, and it, it's it's different. This Starbucks is different because they got the they've got the um, they have a they have a walk up window where you pick up your coffee if you did a mobile order. Okay, and then they got a little nice sit area right in front of that. 
But on the side is where you actually order. And a lot of people who walk up there get a little confused because they're like, oh, my God, where do I order my coffee? You know, they'll stand up at the pickup window, start knocking on the window all all rambunctious because they're not getting their order taken, not realizing that they need to go on the side where the actual register is and where they take the orders. You know, so I see people walking up and they're just standing there. And sometimes, depending on how the person is, I'll let them just sit there. Or if they're super cool, I'll be like, hey, hi, don't go there, no. Go around the side. That's where you take it. Like, oh my God, thank you. What? And, uh, and, and it's cool. But I will go up to that window sometimes. They'll see me walk up. And this is how awesome Tyler, especially, and Rocky, Rocky especially, shouts to you, girl, how Rocky is. One day, I walked up to, <laughs> I walked up to the window, and I walked up, and she saw me, and it was about, what do I want to say, 2.30 in the afternoon, I believe, and I was with my son, and as soon as I walked up to the window, I'm sitting there, I, I tell them my order of what I want to drink, and I was going to order... And I was going to order, uh, I ordered my apple juice, I ordered my son's drink, and I ordered, I was going to order a, um, a uh, the Oreo frap for myself. The person who was at the window was relatively new, so they were just learning how to work the, work the computer system for it. It was so funny because as soon as I walked up, I said, hey, welcome to Starbucks. Oh, good to see you. What? Oh, and then Rocky's in the back. Hey, I'm like, what's up, girl? How you doing? What? She's like, yeah, mm, good to see you. And so all of a sudden I'm about to tell her my order. And as soon as I finished telling her my order, bam, there's my drink right there. Oreo frap ready to go. And I'm like, see this, ladies and gentlemen, this is why I come to this Starbucks. It's incredible. They're amazing. She's amazing. The crew there is amazing. And when they run there, it's like a pretty tight ship. Yeah, they hired some new people, got some kinks to work out, as does any new business. They're getting used to everything that's going on there. They got to go work through all those different things. But this place is pretty legit and has been on point for the longest time. And every time I go there, I could count on one hand how many problems I've had, which is like maybe two or three. But that's when they were very new and Rocky and Tyler weren't there. And it's not their fault. So, <laughs> so big ups to the Seaside uh, Starbucks over on Fremont. Uh, the drive through Starbucks. Love you guys. I'm supposed to be doing, I got talk. I was, um, one of the workers there talked to me, Rocky talked to me about possibly doing a podcast over there. So hopefully that will come to fruition sometime during the summer. I think that would be kind of cool. Um, and we'll see if, if that actually works. I would like to do a straight up live show there on Instagram and um, YouTube's and do a live show there. I think that would be kind of neat, but um, we'll just have to see what happens with that. So um, I'm going to announce a winner. I'm just going to, it didn't seem like a lot of people, um, a lot of people didn't sign up for the um, challenge to tell me their story or their favorite drink online. I tried to get people to tell me, but did y'all just be either y'all being quiet or y'all didn't want to be exposed or being coffee snobs. I don't know what it was, but nobody shared nothing. So, and I still want to give this $10 gift card away. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till the end of the show instead of announcing it now, because y'all, y'all jack me up here, but it's okay. I love you guys anyways. I'm going to wait till the end of the show to announce who the winner is 
for the $10 Starbucks gift card. And I'm going to pick from my uh, from my Instagram uh, from my Instagram followers. So I'm going to pick from you guys and then I will announce that later on in the show. Okay, so we're going to move on to the next segment. Oh, and you know what? Before I end the segment, one thing I forgot to mention, one thing I just looked up online that I thought was super, super cool, actually. Uh, U.S. News over on Twitter. Yes, I'm on Twitter, the stuff. Uh, IDW. That's my Twitter page. They have a, they're opening a Starbucks in Washington, D.C. that is specifically for the deaf and hearing impaired. So they're going to be doing, uh, it's going to be all like done in sign and sign language and stuff. I think that's really freaking cool. I don't speak sign language. I was learning it for a little bit. I know, I know some basic stuff, but, um, you know, Hey, you got, you got some deaf people that are coffee snobs too. Now they can't hear, but they sure can't taste and their stuff is going to be exponentially tasted more. Right. So, you know, they, they need this more so than anybody. I think that's cool. So. Big ups to Starbucks for for opening up a store that is for the uh, hearing impaired. Um, I think that's really really cool. Um, I would like to visit it one day once it opens up, just to just to kind of experience it. I mean, I, I do. I I am kind of curious though. You know, Starbucks has this whole thing with Spotify going on. Do you guys think that they'll have music playing inside? I think they still will, only because there'll be people who don't speak sign language that'll still go into the Starbucks because I'm sure they're not just going to shun anybody that doesn't speak sign language from going inside. You know how I think honestly, it'll probably be, it's just, it's going to be a regular Starbucks. It's going to have, it's probably still going to have some music playing only because one, the deaf can feel vibrations, right? So they'll still get the sense of the ambiance, right? But you'll see a lot more Braille everywhere. I think they'll probably hand them a Braille menu, you know, they can they can feel their orders. So you're going to see tons of Braille everywhere, I think, in the store. And then they're probably going to have, like, I don't know, like, like, what? Like, I'm trying to think now. No, for real. Like, if I, had a, if I had a Starbucks that I was opening for blind people, what would I have? So I know tons of Braille. I would still have music because of vibrations. Uh, oh, they'll have a pet section for pets. Seeing eye dogs. You got to have that. So you'd probably hear a lot of barking and stuff. That would be that's gonna be a lot a loud Starbucks now that I think about it. It's gonna be loud for the for us hearing people, right? Isn't that funny? It'll probably be one of the loudest Starbucks you go to. Um my only thing is, oh, you know what they'll probably have too? You know how when you go to a restaurant and you have, you know, hey, this is your number, and they give you that little that little vibrating thing that tells you when your order's up, when your table's ready, they'll probably have that for for blind for blind people, they'll probably have that for them when it's time up because they can't hear right. So the book, they give them a little buzzer, you know, or notify them on an app. Like if they could figure out how to do that on an app, you know, with the mobile app or something, I think that'd be kind of cool. But I think to start up, they have a little buzzer, and they'd be like, "Oh, okay." They'll just walk up there, grab their drink. It'll be cool. I think the staff members they're probably going to have all the staff require the entire staff to be able to speak sign language. Which, which, duh, that's necessary. 
I think it would be amazing if you had a blind person working there making coffee drinks and stuff. Let me tell you something. And you're saying, Ian, you're being ridiculous. No, I'm not. Because if a blind person can skateboard, which I saw like three days ago online, there's a blind dude and he skateboarded. And he was awesome. He was at a skate park. He was dope. I synced at it. Okay? If you could do that, they can make some dang coffee. I think that would be freaking amazing. I think that would be a highlight to watch that. So, anyways, that's that's what I think. This is going to be opening up in Washington, D.C. Uh, I believe it's sometime next year, or later on this year, sometime next year. So, anyways, big ups to Starbucks for that. Super, super cool. So, in movie and comic news, just got the news that director James Gunn, who is responsible for the powerhouse Marvel films, Guardians of the Galaxy, just got fired by Disney Marvel Studios for some offensive tweets that literally resurfaced themselves. It wasn't like he just recently did them. They resurfaced. That means somebody somewhere had some beef. And they came up and they found them and dude got fired. Dude said some stuff about uh, the Expendables film, he was hyped about it. He said some, he's probably trying to be funny, honestly, reading the comments. I mean, they were, I'm not going to go into what the comments were specifically. They weren't appropriate. But uh, he mentioned one tweet about the Expendables, he, how hyped he was about that movie and how manly it was. And then he did, uh, he did made a comment actually about the Guardians of the Galaxy movie he was directing. And, uh, you know, that was, that one was more, I think that probably more than anything, well, lies, not both of them, both tweets were the things that got him fired. He probably said some more crazy stuff, but I think the, the, the tweets that were talked about in the, in the article were the things that were more, um, more damaging for him, you know? Um, but he made some tweets about those things that resurfaced and do got fired as director. Now, Bright side to this is this, is that we got a first draft of Guardians 3. So it's not like we got to find a whole new writer to rewrite the whole movie. What I hope Marvel doesn't do is rewrite the whole thing from scratch. That's going to suck if if they do that. Um, they're like, you know, have so much vindictive hate towards Jim Gun- James Gunn now, or Jim Gunn, whatever, Gunn. Now that they're like, oh, we want nothing to do with him and what he's done or what he's doing. We don't want any of these inputs. So we're just going to do it all over again as if what he did doesn't matter. That would be stupid. That would be dumb. That would be retarded. Don't do that. Um, Take the first draft, you know, edit in some mistakes, add things, do whatever you got to do. But keep the man's stuff. I I could see that happening, though, with them trying to just obliterate everything the dude's done. Here's what I think happened. I think it was hate. I think something happened where he crossed the wrong person or he said something ridiculous and to to a, to a certain somebody. They didn't appreciate it. They dug in, found some incriminating stuff to, to screw up his job. I really think that's what happened because, unfortunately, that's the kind of world we live in right now where everybody can't be themselves, whether... You know, everybody's so politically correct and, and, and SJWs and all of that have all these opinions about what things should and shouldn't be said and all of that. Now, granted, I'm not giving validity to James Gunn's comments. They're terrible. They're incorrect. They're wrong. People should not be saying those things. But 
when you cross somebody, um, you know, <laughs> things happen. And I think that's the case of what happened with James Gunn. This is a valuable lesson, people. Be careful what you put on the dang internet. You think, you think, you think because there's a delete button. That's the real functionality of it. It sure is not. It's de What delete means is delete for now. Or delete until somebody decides to go in and find it. That's what that means. So that's why I tell you, just be careful what you put on the internet. Be careful what you put on, because nothing is ever erased from the internet. It isn't. Your picture, your 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 comments, your tweets, all of that stuff is data. Okay, data gets stored, resurfaced, re re put into stuff. Data is like energy. <laughs> okay, energy never goes away. Energy never fades. Okay, it doesn't. Energy never dies, just like data. As long as that data is there and it's completely like obliterated from some force of whatever or a hard drive is deleted, that data is going to be out there. As long as there's servers that exist, that data is going to be out there. Don't be putting up stuff from your spring vacations, your parties, all your stuff, your dares, all that stuff up into the dang cloud. Don't trust the cloud, okay, because the cloud is going to screw you over in the end. Okay, it's going to come back. So why do you think every time you and your friends are sitting around talking about stuff, you know, you know, I'm sitting up talking about disc golf or right now I'm talking about Guardians of the Galaxy. I bet you at five o'clock today, I'm going to get an ad for disc golf, something that I'm probably going to buy because I love disc golf. But the fact of the matter is, is that they're taking all this stuff that they're listening to in your conversation. Yes, I believe in this. Okay, let me just let me just put that out there. I believe that everybody's cell phones and cameras are bugged. I used to clown my mom about this because she was like, "No, you you put stuff on the internet and your computer, they be watching you do stuff, and you know you don't never know what." Blah blah blah. I was like, "Mom, for real? Like, come on! Like, you believe raccoons are secretly spying on you and stuff? Nah, that stuff's real. They do that. If you're connected in any way to the internet, okay." If you're connected in any way to the internet and you got a camera on or you got data streaming or roaming or something, it's collecting data. That's how they know, like, you do stuff. It's terrible. It is horrible. And they use that information to get you what, to get what, you know, they want to sell you or, in the case of James Gunn, uh, dig up your stuff or your inappropriate comments and get you fired from your job. So this let this be a lesson, folks. Just don't when it comes to the internet. Just don't. Just don't. Okay? Just don't. Um, moving on in more movie news that's coming out. Venom has Entertainment Weekly has posted some pictures of Venom. I have got to say the Venom this is Venom. Okay, I, I I'm gonna say it. Last um last couple uh podcasts ago doing jive stuff with David and I also talked about it on my show. I talked about Venom and how he looked and and all of that. And I said how he still looked like a better version of a Muppet. I recanted it once I saw the trailer in the theater. And so I'm gonna go again on a for a third time to recant even further and just pretty much throw my assumptions of the look of the character, my pre assumptions of the character before out of the window. Based on the picture that I just saw uh the Entertainment Weekly released that is stinking venom, dude. And I that has made me more pumped to see the movie. Am I still like 
meh on the fence about Tom Hardy. Yes, I am. But I'm more jazzed to see the movie now. Um, the grin, dude, reaches all the way up to the back of dude's head, pretty much. Just like how it is in the comic book. I mean, this Venom was ripped out of the comics, dude. And um, it looks wonderful. I love the slimy look to him, the slimy texture. I love that. It's a symbiote. Um, not a symbiote. A symbiote. Um, yeah, I'm going to bring that back up again. I just beat that dead horse hard. Um, yeah, it's a symbiote, so it should be slimy. It should have that kind of texture. It looks so good, guys. It looks so good. And um, I, I'm, 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 I'm excited to see this film. I really am. I'm excited to see it. I'm really I'm waiting to see what this movie's going to bring. I hope it's scary. I want a scary film. I'm not going to lie. Um, he looks scary, that's for sure. And I appreciate that. I want this film to be scary as I'll get out. Because um, I don't think it would be a true Venom film if it wasn't. Um, I don't want some kind of campy, you know, Spider-Man 3 Muppet Venom camp. No, no thank you. You can miss me with all that. Um, I want some good, delicious scary venom uh i think i think if tom since tom hardy is doing this project i don't think he would have done it if it was that type of movie so i'm not i'm not quite worried about that um there's speculation already based on looking at the pictures you got people looking at you know venom's pupils and making circles you know oh look in the reflection that's carnage in the reflection of his pupil i get so sick and tired of people doing crap like that you know I, you know what? I'm gonna throw my own speculation out there. It's not Carnage. It's actually a Power Ranger, and the Green Ranger is gonna be in the in the movie, and it's gonna be amazing. You see how ridiculous that sounded? That's you guys speculating lights and reflections on a character, on a CGI character, to be even more specific. Okay, that's just dumb. I don't think it's Carnage. I I I, I wouldn't be surprised if Carnage was at the end of the film. I think that'd be kind of cool. But you know, to say that that's Carnage. You know, I think there's a little dumb. No, I might be wrong. I might be wrong, people. I hope I'm wrong. I always hope I'm wrong. I always hope that I'm wrong. And as soon as I am wrong, I'm going to come back here and going to recant what I said. And I'm going to apologize, just like I'm doing now with Venom. Me being now excited to see it and all that fun jazz. Okay? But that's not carnage. I really don't think so. So cut it out. Okay, let's move on. Um, my man Dave Wilson on his show uh, Jive Talk talked about and i and i have to because i have to make a response to this i'm talking about this because this has to be replied to morbius is getting his own film why just no okay no first off i don't i don't i i can see morbius being in a new spider-man film that makes sense they could put his little origin story in there and then make a movie as to why he hates spider-man um fine but um, for him to get his own movie is completely unnecessary. And honestly, it's not going to be as good because the only person that could truly play Michael Morbius, um, you know, in his final stage is dead. That being Michael Jackson. That was so wrong. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. Hey, if y'all look at, you guys look at Morbius in the comics and in the Spider-Man cartoon and you look at Michael Jackson. Okay. Like Michael Jackson before he died, 
Y'all can't tell me with a straight face that he don't look like Michael Morbius, and he could have played him, dude. If you guys seen Michael Jackson in his little short film, uh, I think it was called Ghosts, dude looked like Michael Morbius. Okay, so, boom. I don't know if they can get anybody else that's going to look close to that that'll play that role, but I'm just saying. Anyways, I don't want a Michael Morbius film. I don't like Michael Morbius. Um, I think it's a retarded character. I think it's a ridiculous character. They pretty much just found a reason to put a vampire in Spider-Man and just ran with it. I think it's dumb. I, I don't think it's necessary. I think Blade should come along, chop his head off, and call it call it good. Um... Yeah, that was harsh, but that's just how I feel about Morbius as a character. I think he's completely useless in the Spider-Man universe. He serves no purpose. He serves no growth for Spider-Man. Even the villains around him, these these villain that villain serves no real rhyme or reason in my book. Um. So yeah, there's that. Uh. So, but he's getting his own solo film according to Fox Studios, and I think that's dumb. That's a waste of film and a waste of um time and energy i know i know they're worried about job security but nah bruh that's how i feel about that nah bruh um yeah so let's not do that i am i uh, moving along dc movie movie news uh san diego comic con is here um i believe it started today today's thursday i'm recording this as a thursday right now no lies Today is Friday. I'm recording this Friday. Duh. Started Thursday because Comic-Con is a four-day-long convention. So started Thursday, San Diego Comic-Con. Um, f- so far, we've got some information s- from D.C. We're supposed to be getting the Aquaman trailer. We're supposed to be getting... Uh, we got the D.C. Titans trailer. <sighs> um... Okay, um, just pausing real quick on DC Titans, okay? I'm going to reserve most of my rant for the podcast that I'm doing, for episode three of Jive Stuff, the com- the combined podcast I do with Dave Wilson, the host of uh, House of Darkner, host of Jive Talk. I'm going to reserve most of my stuff for that. And, and in fact, before I go into that, recording I'm going to watch the trailer a few more times because there are some things that I heavily disagree with that I heavily don't like and there's some things that I kind of do like um I do have a prediction though and I hope I'm wrong I, I and in fact this one I want to be wrong I want it to be wrong so, I want to be wrong so bad in this. But I think Titans is going to fail. Um, it's going to fail because it's not being done correctly, in my opinion. And this is just based on a trailer. I'm going to give the show with a fair shake that I give every other show. I'm going to give it three episodes. Um, because that's fair. And, and I'm giving it three because I'm a DC fan. If it was a Marvel show, I'd probably give it two. A first episode of pilot I don't think is a fair um a fair test a fair testing ground I don't think two episodes yeah that's fair enough because at that point you should be getting into the story three because I'm a DC fan and I just want to see where it's possibly going to go I'm going to give you three episodes 
Um, but there's a lot of things I don't like. I see why they wanted to go with the dark tone, but the look and feel of the show, to me, looks like a wannabe dark version of a CW show. It does not look, and it looks weird to me. It looks weird. The the grading they've done on the the the, the things they've done on that, it just looks weird. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't look like a TV show. It doesn't look like a movie. The tone of the show just looks weird. And, and I don't know if that's adding to the reasons why I don't like it. I don't know. Um, and there's one particular statement that everybody is talking about that Dick Grayson says in this trailer that I think is so wrong and out of place, especially for this particular Robin. As we all know, Dick Grayson is the Robin being portrayed here, which will event, he will eventually become Nightwing uh, throughout the series. That's the... That's the uh, premise of the first season. Um, but it is so wrong and so out of place for this character to say that statement. The statement, the sentence, I guess I kind of make sense, but it's not for the right Robin. It's, that that would have been more of Jason Todd. Again, I'll go into it later uh, when we talk about that on Jive Stuff, episode three with uh, David. We'll, we'll, we'll probably have a long, extended conversation about that. Um... Another thing, another more DC news I want to talk about. Joaquin Phoenix has officially been cast as the Joker in his standalone uh, Joker solo film. I will tell you this right now. DC's jacking up with this movie universe. It's at a point now where I really don't care anymore. But the more bad news I'm hearing, the more ticked off I'm getting and the more so I'm not caring. Um, to the point where it's going to be like, if it just keeps getting this ridiculous, like I'm not even going to watch, I, I, I might not even care to watch the movies anymore. I don't want to get to that point, but I think they're really moving that way. Cause they just, they're, they're like, they're like hamsters in a, in a hamster cage, right? In a hamster wheel. They're just spinning their wheels on stuff with no clear path, no clear destination, no nothing. And it's not making any sense at all. And it's ticking me the heck off. Okay. I don't, I don't get it. The only bright side to this, here now let me let me digress. Joaquin Phoenix has is, is, is decided to play the Joker. I am good with this. And the reason why is this. Joaquin Phoenix is an amazing, amazing method actor. And I would love to see how he will take on this role. It's been noted uh, in Complex and also in Collider, I believe. Um, he gave some comments to to them that he is scared of this role. And Joaquin Phoenix has always been known to take on roles that actually scare him and make him challenge himself and, and make him do more and expand his growth as an actor. So because of that, and I like Joaquin Phoenix too, more so, way more so than Jared Leto. Jared Leto is a joker, I'm sorry. Even though it is a comic accurate joker, I just don't buy Jared Leto as the joker. It's not convincing, it's not scary. It's not uh, crazy enough. I just, no. I, I, no. No. I, I, and if I have to choose, I'm going to choose. I'm choosing to see a film. I'm going to see the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. Um, because I think that one's going to be more cerebral. That one's going to make more sense. It's going to be much deeper. Um, it's going to just give so much more. Because Joaquin Phoenix just doesn't take janky roles. He doesn't just take any kind of role just because. You know, he takes roles with a purpose. Um, 
And because of that, and because of how much I like Joaquin Phoenix and his work and what he does as an actor, I'm very interested to see what he'll do with the character. Now, where DC is messing up is calling themselves doing these two different universes of crap. Look, you guys already got multiverses that you're doing on the on the on the on the on the television shows. Y'all don't need to do it in your movies either. I know what you're doing. I know what you're doing. As a DC fan, I see it. You guys are trying to create. You guys have your TV multiverse, and now you're trying to bring in your your movie multiverse. And I just need to tell you, stop. Just cut it out. It's unnecessary. It's dumb. Uh, Dave said you're going to be confusing people, and he's exactly right because now people aren't going to know what is what, what who belongs to what. What character belongs where? You got two Jokers in the film franchise, and we're like, oh, is Jared Leto Joker or or Joaquin Phoenix Joker? And the sad part is, is that when a person plays that role, they're not going to remember the actors' names unless, you know, you're meticulous like Dave and myself or, you know, you're really into that thing. But the common person out there, they're not going to be like, oh, Joaquin Phoenix, Joaquin Phoenix or, oh, Jared Leto. No, they're going to say the Joker. All they're going to be like is, what Joker is it again? Confusion. Terrible idea. Get rid of the Joker from his Suicide Squad movie. Squash that. Squash it. Let it go. It's not necessary. Do the Joaquin Phoenix one because that's going to be it. That, that's the movie that's going to bring in the money. In my opinion, and I'm going to call it, that's the one that's going to bring in the money. Not Jared Leto. Not Jared Leto. Yeah, you've seen him before. People might be so-called used to him. But people like quality actors and like cerebral characters people that know and watch Joaquin Phoenix movies they're going to be going to it for that they're going to see Joaquin Phoenix more so Joaquin Phoenix portrayal of the character more than anything more so than the character itself and because of that I think the way they write this film I think this film that Joaquin Phoenix Joker film may survive with no Batman in it I really do I really do because it will be just that deep I, I am excited to see that. I am curious to see how that movie will go. Um, so, yeah, there I am with that, ladies and gentlemen. Those are my feelings. That's the movie news for right now. I'm sure there's going to be more to come. Um, like I said, I'm going to be talking with Dave Wilson from Jive Talk, House of Darkner. Uh, more. I'm going to be going deep into Titans. Um, the Aquaman trailer is going to be coming out. We're, we're supposed to be seeing that. So I hope it comes out Friday so that. I could talk about it on the show with Dave and uh, go into my pros and cons with that as well. But um, we'll just have to wait and see. Mostly all that juicy stuff comes out on Saturday. So I may have to talk about it on the next episode of the stuff. We'll see. Um, but that's where I'm at right now. So um, be on the lookout for that, guys. And uh, yeah, so moving on. So I just want to take this time to give some brief shout outs and some thank yous to so many people right now. Um, I've just been able to record a huge, um, a huge number of interviews over at this recent um, Monterey Comic Con that I did almost, dang, I want to say it's almost been a month almost, I would say. It's been, it's been a little bit. Um 
I interviewed a bunch of people. First and foremost, um, you guys heard him uh, on the first episode, last week's episode, Derek Nova from Superheroes Unlimited, as well as Sapphire Cosplay, Sapphire Nova Cosplay. I interviewed those two amazing people, great people. I, I, I'm really looking forward to hopefully working with them uh, more creatively in the future. Um, maybe some kind of collaboration effort. I don't know. But big shouts to Superheroes Unlimited and Derek Nova and Sapphire Nova for their hard work, taking the time out of their day to uh, interview me. Interview me. <laughs> allow me to interview them and for uh, allow me to get to know them a little bit better. I also want to give a huge shout to Odin Abbott, a.k.a. Odin Makes from the Odin Makes YouTube channel. I really really would love for you guys to go over there and visit his channel the things that this guy does with craft foam is incredible it is beautiful and the guy really does go in on the craft foam um i i fully intend to be going to sacramento to film this guy in action hopefully and uh interview him more i have an interview of him coming soon um that i will be putting up on the podcast so that is going to be up soon once I get the sound all taken care of. I did a video interview, but unfortunately the video is no good, but the sound is. So I'm going to be using the sound bites and uh, putting that interview uh, here on the podcast eventually in the next couple of weeks. I also interviewed Nicole Brune. Um, she's a female uh, uh comic artist, pinup artist, who also does some amazing artwork. Um, I took the chance to interview her. I also want to thank Zabricus Cosplay, uh, Miss Whitney, beautiful, sweet, sweet young woman. Uh, had a very good time with her and her crew um, over the weekend, spent some time with them and her and um, and her friends that were there at the table. I think she was doing a speed dating thing, but also showed off some of her costumes. So that was really cool. I also want to do a shout out to Panel to Panel Podcast. Now, there are podcasts that's closer to me, uh, a little bit farther up north in the Bay Area. I'm in Monterey. They're in the Bay Area in San Jose. Uh, they came out to the Comic-Con. I spoke with them a little bit. Um, didn't do any kind of interviews or anything. Maybe in the future we could possibly collaborate and do something like that. But um, but I met with them and talked with them um, for a little while. Had a great time. Also, another shout to another fellow podcaster, Nerdy Beezies. I'm saying Beezies because this is a family show. But I think you guys might know what I'm talking about uh, if you guys looked them up. I did listen to the podcast. It is a great podcast. A bunch of ladies uh, that are heavy into uh, all things nerddom, pop culture, you know, anime nerds, all that stuff. It's it's really cool. So it's pretty much just a group full of unicorns. Um, really cool. Really cool young lady. I met her husband as well. And uh, spoke with them for a while. The dude almost stole my camera and, and computer. He thought it was just sitting out there in the table. And he almost swiped it, but I caught him. Swiper, no swipey. No, I was just playing, dude. I know. <laughs> but uh, they were really cool. Uh, really enjoyed talking with them. And uh, it, it was just really cool getting to meet some other podcasters at this uh, at the con. So big shouts to all of you guys. Um, I really hope that I get to work with you guys soon. Another... Uh, artist too who i found out literally lives minutes away from me ace continuado dude man oh i really enjoyed my interview with him uh he's an ex-artist from the um he's a comic book artist from 
and I'm 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 going blank right now as far as the name of the comic book company that he used to Cross Gen, I believe it was. He was an artist for Cross Gen. He's gonna be work he's working, doing work right now in projects on a new project for an up and coming uh comic book company. Um I believe he said it was called Phenom. Um I have that interview also recorded, so there's gonna be more of that coming soon. I have a lot of interviews coming down the pipe soon, guys, for you guys to listen to this season. And, um, so I'm sorry if I don't get them out, you know, in the rapid fire, I wanted to, but I did all these interviews so that I would have some content for my show. So as soon as I get these up, guys, I'm going to be letting you all know that it's up. And then you guys can spread the word and tell, tell your fans and things who want to listen to the interviews and those who will appreciate it and uh, enjoy it. I, but I just want to give my shout outs to you guys to give you a huge heartfelt thanks for um letting me interview you guys oh can't forget my man sherbs sherby cnp prop maker the ultimate dragon ball sensei he lives up the street from me too literally not up the street but you know up the coast from me like seven minutes away uh great guy makes amazing dragon balls i've been watching him very closely in his project of making the namekian dragon balls i'm gonna have his interview up pretty soon as well and uh the passion that he has for for doing his craft and what he does is just cool and it's just refreshing to talk to um he he just literally lights up when you talk about dragon balls <laughs> and you're not talking about dragon ball z like the guy actually makes them so he he lights up dude uh when he talks about what he does man so it's really cool uh hearing about what he does and uh seeing his work in person too i mean it's just flawless beautiful beautiful craftsmanship beautiful work um, one of these days, man, I got to get me a set of black dragon balls. So, uh, you know, that's, 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 that's where that is anyways. So I just wanted to give my shouts out for that. Finally, I want to announce the winner of the $10 Starbucks gift card. And, uh, I have put some numbers in a hat and I'm going numbers, names in a hat. Um, and these are folks who are, who are regulars who kind of comment on my stuff. We view my things. I pick these names out and let's see. So I'm going to go ahead and pick the name right here, doing it live. And we have, okay. New blue moon Cali. Gee, lucky. <laughs> he just won a $10 Starbucks gift card. So, <laughs> I owe you a Starbucks gift card. So, um, give me, well, I'll be getting in contact with you soon to let you know in case you aren't listening. Um, if you do listen to it on Saturday, I hope you you get in contact with me. If you don't, I will be contacting you soon and, uh, getting your Starbucks card. So enjoy that. Congrats. I had to pull from my followers on Instagram. Unfortunately, I didn't get any stories or any, um, favorite drinks, that were given to me, so I decided that I still want to do it and just run uh, and do a drawing based on all of my listeners or all of my uh, followers here on Instagram. So, New Blue Moon Calais, you won, and I uh, hope you enjoy. Anyways, there that is. Um, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Um, another episode will be back next Saturday, and I hope you guys enjoy the rest of the week. And uh, that's it. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.